How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have my new season co-star with me here, uh, Tim Kelly. How's it going, Tim? Very well, thank you. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. So, uh, Tim Tim Kelly, uh, his business is Polytope Press and also the author of Natural Healing Self-Empowerment. Tim is a wealth of knowledge, and we have many, many topics to talk about here for our uh, over 40 audience uh, over 40 audience um, and uh, for the first episode just like every season I kind of wanted to go through the you know the last 10 15 20 years of your career Tim and anything that you think is relevant uh, to our audience and I'll let you take it away okay so I've always resonated with the idea of being as split up into physical mental and spiritual so mm-hmm. on the physical side um, I was always interested in becoming the best I could be. I mean, when I was a kid, I was actually hoping I could do gymnastics and weightlifting and martial art, but I had to work with the things that were available to me. So I played baseball when I was a kid in my neighborhood. I would say, I don't know if this is normal for kids or not, but for our neighborhood, we pretty much played every sport. There was wiffle ball, baseball, softball, kickball, dodgeball, volleyball, ping pong, yeah, badminton, right. tennis, racquetball, street hockey, frisbee. Anyway, uh, when I started getting actually competitive, though, in in more of the leagues, I played baseball, I played soccer, I ran cross country, wanted to run track, but our high school program was not that rich, so we didn't actually have a track program. But then I got more into training with fitness. I started off with calisthenics. I was so eager to go with the weightlifting. I wanted to get going before adolescence and they kept telling me you know you're not really going to get too many results if you try to get going that early but i love (laughs) yeah uh the calisthenics though i think are actually useful uh if you have nothing better to do so i mean i started a regimen of doing 100 sit-ups a day 100 push-ups a day chin-ups and stuff like that but and when adolescence did come i started working out with uh the free weights and eventually got into the gym working with the smith machines and the nautilus I tried some of the home gyms. I tried the Joe Eater home gym. I tried uh, a Bowflex knockoff called Crossbow. Um, mm-hmm, so I remember that. Okay, so I got a few different experiences there. And in, in the back of my mind, I was always thinking, okay, so what's the best way to go about everything? And eventually I developed my own methods, which do appear in my OptiFlex fitness booklet. And as we mentioned in our previous conversation, some of the principles that I thought uh, worked especially well for me were combining aerobic with anaerobic exercise using intensity and then precision targeting. And that by precision targeting, I just mean there are some muscles that in the gym, and as I mentioned to you as an example, the shrug that is supposed to target the trapezius. And I never found that it targeted, targeted, targeted it as precisely as it could have. So Uh, just developed some of my own exercises along those lines. So I was much more into fitness than I was into health through most of my life. Uh, As a teenager, I will mention that I did become a vegetarian. Uh, I'm an ovo-lacto vegetarian. For those who are unfamiliar, we are people who consume eggs and we consume dairy, but we're not full-out vegans that only consume plant matter. Mm -hmm. And I found that I did become a little healthier when I did that. So it did work for me. I didn't really have any major health problems. I'm someone who's gone through life without a disease, no allergies. And for the last 14 years with my health research, I have not gotten the common cold. 
I've heard people say things like, you should get a, an infection every once in a while to exercise your immune system. But for me, not so much. Never I mean, I, if you get in sync and you're taking your preventative herbs and nutrients, I find that you will be free of the common cold. So as far as getting into the health aspect uh, of the research, that started uh, after I had developed a three-dimensional periodic table of the elements and that was a, a pretty exciting time. And I was trying to get that information out there to the world when I went through a series of events. So first I had reached out to scientists around the world in 30 countries and surprised, surprisingly, I got 95% support for that work there. Then I tried to get it published in the journals and I ran into this steel wall. Yeah. <laughs> they basically were saying, you're not one of us, get lost. And so I thought, okay, so I will create my own website. I'll share the information with the world and you know, people can see the information there. But after that, I was wondering, you know, what other information out there is being suppressed? And in the course of doing that research, I came across this fantastic book called Suppressed Inventions and Other Discoveries by Jonathan Eisen. I think it's one of the most important books that's ever been written. I strongly recommend the book to everyone. Last name is spelled E-I-S-E-N. So he's not actually the author as much as he was the compiler of the book. And okay. what he compiled were a series of articles that were previously published in Nexus Magazine out of Australia. So in one section of that book were chapters devoted to health and suppressed information in relation to health. So there were chapters on oxygen therapy, for example. Max Gerson's juicing therapy is another one. And then some exotic things were in there that may sound strange to some people. There was a, a light therapy, for example. But I, after reading that, said, I have to investigate this. I have to find out if these ideas are legit. So I did as fate would have it, I had any number of sick people coming to me, including a, a friend who actually came to me and said that he was going to die in a month and wow. I could have his material possessions. And I thought, okay, wait a minute. You know, I just learned all these health methods that are pretty spectacular. So why not put them through their paces? So he said, just pick one because he wasn't very scientific. And I said, okay, let's try oxygen therapy. So we tried that worked great. He recovered from, and he did not die, uh, still living to this day. And wow, after I found out about how effective those methods were in the book and that they all worked just the way that the book described them, I said, what else is out there? What else has been suppressed? So I started doing more digging. Now I knew where to look. I had for basically an internet search, you have new keywords mm -hmm. in places that you can search. So I did that. I started stockpiling all of these amazing stories of suppressed information that had gone on for decades. And then after I did that, I was reflecting on everything that I had absorbed. And it occurred to me that many of the researchers focus on their one specific method. So someone who is into juicing, well, they know juicing pretty well, but maybe they don't participate so much in oxygen therapy. Someone who knows oxygen, maybe they only focuses on oxygen. Someone who knows light only focuses on light. And I started thinking, well, you know, I'm not a doctor. I don't have skin in the game. I say, let's bring it all together. Let's take every single thing that I've learned and combine it into one book. And so that's what I did. And eventually the, the book just kept evolving, went through a first edition, second edition, third edition. And in the third edition, I eventually reached a new paradigm of health, which is extremely important. And we'll be appreciating the importance of this paradigm as we talk. But just to help you appreciate it right now, 
let me just start with this basic question. If I were to ask you, what is health? What would you say? Well, it's just like you, there's uh, so many different things that go to it. Our, you know, our physical nature, our spiritual, our physiological nervous system, um, our blood, you know, there's just so many aspects to it. It's, it's endless, which is why I love your, your approach to all this. Um, well, but, yeah, I, I can take, see how it could take many aspects of it, yeah. but, um, for a lot of people, they will look at it just simply as the absence of disease. Mm-hmm. But when you do that, you're defining health negatively rather than positively. What I wanted to do was to get to a point where we had a more precise target. I sometimes use the analogy of a bounty hunter. You know, if, imagine a bounty hunter reporting for work and the boss says, okay, this is your most important target that you've ever gone after. And mm-hmm. he says, okay, great. Who is it? And then the guy says, it's not Bob Jones. And then the guy would be thinking, well, wait a minute. You know, that's not really telling me specifically what I'm going after. You're telling me what I'm not going after, but what, what am I going after? And what I learned was that you can define health best in two main ways. One is by your pH, mm-hmm. and the other is by a simple concept of flow. So in relation to flow, the body has seven main pathways that you can look at in a lot of different ways in terms of diagnostics, but these would be life force. Uh, there's a word for life force in just about every culture, electricity, magnetism, blood, lymph, water, and oxygen. So if you're going to have health, then you need to have completely unobstructed flow Mm -hmm. in all of those seven categories. And if you do that, it helps you to reach your fitness goals because health and fitness are related. You know, when you go and you exercise, it's very common for people to say about exercise that exercise strengthens you. Uh, Technically, when you exercise, it actually tears you down. Yeah. Um, you actually become stronger when you rest and get the right nutrition. Then your body is rebuilt in that process and becomes stronger after the exercise. So the health and the nutrition are inextricable to accomplishing your fitness goals. And we'll get into that as we discuss many of these other aspects of health and fitness on the topics that you outlined previously. Tim, how, how do my listeners get a hold of you? How do they get a hold of your book? Uh, do you have any social media website? I do have a website. It's uh, Polytope Press. That's P-O-L-Y-T-O-P-E. And if you go to DuckDuckGo, the search engine, and you type Polytope Press in the search box, the website will be the first one that comes up. Uh, it has an unusual address. Uh, so it might just be easier to just follow those instructions to get there. And you can look up the books, Natural Healing Self-Empowerment or OptiFlex. And that should help guide you to the website as well. And I'd love to hear from people because I'm always like to get feedback from experiences that people are having if they're pursuing these ideas. Awesome. And uh, everyone knows I always uh, throw in all the details in the written form as links for uh the podcast on Spotify or Apple. So you can just click on the links and go to from there. Um, but uh, Tim, I thank you for your time and thank you for being on the show. And I'm sure we'll get you on for a few more episodes as well. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you.